Hey, what's up, everybody? So a common question is, so what should I train next? Or I've had teammates before two weeks out of a race say, yo, what do you think I should do for this race in two weeks? And I'm like, are you kidding me, man? Like, if you're actually taking this race seriously, you would have known that answer eight weeks ago. And if it's just a B race, you're just, you know, doing your normal training through that race to your next big goal race. But that's what I used to call snapshot coaching. Something that you never you never want to ask someone for that recommendation because they don't know you. They're not going to give you the best answer possible for yourself. And you need to take some ownership sometimes of your own training. So this guy, and I'm not knocking this dude, but I want to bring this text that came in today to light because just asking him a couple of questions to get him critically thinking about his own training because I have no idea who he is. It's a random person on Instagram. We found the answer very quickly. Let me just get into this. And the reason I want to post this is you can use this, especially if you are a self-coach, to understand and easily answer some questions that you will ask yourself, or as we've said on the channel, ask your training buddy to pose these questions to you, get a dialogue going to help you understand what you need to be doing next in your training for your next event. He said, aloha. So I like how he started this. His question is, he just completed the entire Tour de France 2022 course for charity. And I'm super curious about what I need to do to really benefit from the fitness that I've gained. It's been a week since I finished stage 21. We start a week earlier than the race and I've done a few recovery rides, but I have this road race at the end of August and I'm posting this on July 31st. So in a month at the end of August, that is 115 miles. And I really want to do well. Should I just work on speed? Should I continue to do a long ride on the weekends? Do I need to rest more? My heart rate is finally able to get back up when I do hard efforts. So I'm guessing that I'm able to push hard without digging too many holes that I can't fill. TDF was no doubt difficult. 2,100 miles, 153,000 feet of climbing. There's no such thing as a flat day. Anyways, any advice would be appreciated. I'm 54 years old, former Cat 1 from the 90s area in Boulder. So I do have a lot of race experience. Enjoying the podcast, just curious if I'm missing something that could benefit my performance. So there's a lot going on in there, obviously. And in order to give him a good recommendation to what he should do for the next month, that's really tough, especially through Instagram. Now, shameless plug, this is literally what we do in our power file analysis. Why do we do that? Just trying to put out some goodwill. And honestly, I keep getting the question, why do you guys do this? Why do you do this for free? Someone gets a video back and like, I don't get the hook What or the catch. What's the catch? Do you know what the catch is? There's now 600 people out in the cycling world that will have something super positive to say about Evoke Bike. It's just a part of our business model of trying to help people get faster. Maybe at some point there's going to be too many inquiries and we'll stop it. But at this rate, it's manageable. All the coaches are down with doing it. And so we're not martyrs. We're just trying to help people out a little bit. We just like riding and we, if we can help you, cool, let's do it. So my reply back to him, like, I'm sure you guys are all thinking about a lot of different ways. Like, how do we even approach this question right now? We don't know. We know that he's a cat one, but he's 54. That could be a cat one from way back. We don't know what he's been doing over the past six months, the past year. Did the TDF was he like crawling through these stages or was he crushing? How good is this guy? Um, there's a lot. And the biggest worry is telling him to start training again and he's not recovered enough. And he really just digs a hole. So I said, man, I hate to give it a cop out answer, but there's just so much that I don't know about you to give a responsible answer. I really don't know anything that you've done over the past six months, except for this massive TDF course. Kudos on, by the way, on that. 
I would definitely err more on the side of rest than not enough. Having your heart rate up is good. We just want to make sure that you feel good during the day when you're not riding. Meaning, do you feel normal? I did a six and a half hour, 14,000 feet of climbing. What was 115 miles on Saturday? I was pretty rocked after that ride. Granted, I don't do many rides that long anymore. Like four to almost five was more my um, longest ride. So it definitely took it out of me. It was 6,500 KJs. I mean, I felt okay today, but he did 21 stages. If you really feel okay during the day, your heart rate's back up, you feel like motivated to go crush, you can probably start back training. But what training is what you're asking me? I don't know your strengths. I don't know your weaknesses. I don't know the course. Again, too many unknowns. I'm really sorry to cop out, but it would be super irresponsible of me to give you just some blanket BS answer on Instagram. Now, what can I give him that's productive? What can you ask yourself about the upcoming event? What do you think is going to be the most rigorous part of the race? Is there a huge 10-minute climb that, you know, always splits it up and you know that? Are there a lot of little climbs and you really have no idea when things are going to get shattered? Have you listened to the podcast before and know that if you're a smart bike racer and there is a quote-unquote 10-minute climb, people might be attacking five minutes beforehand. So it might be a VO2 max effort into a climb. Like there's, You just can't predict these things, okay? But what do you think is going to be the most rigorous? Try and pick out some scenarios. Do any of those worry you? Maybe that's something you work on. Now, you only have four weeks, so... You got to pick and choose. Again, there's so many ways to go about this. Maybe it's a climb. Maybe it's a race of attrition. There's just a lot of unknowns, but what do you think? And he said, man, I appreciate you even responding back. I realize there's too many unknowns, but you nailed this. Make sure you can handle the most rigorous parts. There are three climbs actually in the beginning, middle, and end that split up the pack every time until there's only a handful left. I'll work on that for the next few weeks. I'm not worried about the distance of 115 miles. Thanks, brother. So this is have a training buddy. This conversation you can be having with somebody like, yo, Johnny, I got this thing in four months. I can't afford a coach. I don't want to do a BS template. Let's chop it up. Let's talk about this. This is what I suck at. This is what I'm good at. This is the event. Like need someone else. That's literally why I pay for a coach. I don't like doing this alone. Ask how many athletes have we had on here that are not world tour and therefore forced, forced to have a coach, but choose to have a coach to help them that are professionals. That is their job to pedal a bike. They still will talk on the podcast about just talking through this with someone. It's massive. I cannot underscore that enough. If you're watching the video, you know, I get excited when I just start talking about this. So let's answer this question. There's three climbs. You know, I said, I would take the durations of those climbs, ballpark, 15 to 20 minutes. That one's 8 to 10, 12 minutes. The last one is actually a super short climb. It's going to be full gas. I would first start ripping some of those intervals full gas and see how you feel after this massive Tour de France thing. If you hadn't done a massive Tour de France, you know, see what your bests are for the season. Are you even coming close to those numbers? Not that you're going to be looking at your power meter, but to help you gauge the effort of max and gauge how you feel when you're doing them. I would look at doing some, maybe a quick little VO2 max training. If you have, if they're all short climbs, maybe some over-unders, if they're longer climbs. How steep are these climbs? Again, there's a million ways to dig into this thing. But the more you do, the more layers you peel back to 
two techs and this guy realizes oh hey yeah i've done this race before it splits the pack it splits it again it splits it again so there's also a little piece of attrition in there over 115 miles you got to have something at the end <laughs> i mean that's a bike race right can you get to the last climb and then throw down nobody's going soft on the last climb so i just want to post this because if you ask somebody what should i do over the next three weeks Unless they give this dialogue to you, what have you been doing? What are you good at? What are you bad at? And talk to you for eight minutes and 48 seconds like this video. Then they're doing you a disservice and you need to think a little critically. Take some ownership of your training. I know we are in the, I want things now. I want, I have very little patience also, but endurance sports, you got to put a little bit of effort into this and you got to own it. Some You can't just type in boost my FTP and someone gives you the best thing for you. I have this, this race with these features. Tell me everything I need to do. You got to own this a little bit. If you truly want to be your best version of this, if you don't, then that's cool too. But just expect what you put in da -da -da, is what you get out. Good luck. I'm pumped. Hopefully this guy crushes this thing. Uh, yeah, if you like the podcast, please leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, like, subscribe. Mostly just tell somebody else, like we're doing with the power file analyses. Hey, somebody needs help. Have them hit us up. See ya.